Welcome to the Mindful Warrior Within podcast, episode 22, titled Rising Against Evil, The Modern Warrior's Guide to Victory. Today is December 30th of 2023. I am your host, Carlos, and today we will look at more wise words from the legendary swordsman Miyamoto Musashi. And the quote, the quote goes like this, The only reason a warrior is alive is to fight, and the only reason a warrior fights is to win. So welcome back warriors, patriots. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas with your families and I wish each and every single one of you a happy new year. Now I chose this quote for today because we need to fight and we need to win. Last uh, episode we talked a little bit about some of the uh, struggles that the world is facing. So we, we will break it down um, the quote, but first I want to apply it um, to what is coming and what's coming in 2024. Now, I don't want to sound all gloom and doom and, you know, all gloom and doom and we're all going to die sort of thing. I want to make you aware of the situation and I want you guys to have a winning mindset, okay? Not just winning with regards to the financial situation that is unfolding before our very eyes. But I want humanity to fight and win against tyranny, against evil, against what we will see unfold in 2024. You see, we are already starting to see um, some Islamic protesters. There was this video circulating on X, on Twitter. I, oh, for some reason, I will always refer to Twitter, to access Twitter. Um, anyways, this this video show, that it was shown on on. On X, it was it was in LA, and it showed jihadis uh, blocking the entrance to the LAX airport. Now, if anyone is in the um, LA area, you know you want to confirm, you want to verify the facts. Please, by all means, you know do so in the comments section, right? So, according uh, to the video, the video that I saw in some of the comments, they armed themselves with weapons and they were attacking the LAPD, who were in riot gear, right? Now, so these people just they didn't care; they were just attacking. Um, the LAPD, even though they were in riot gear. Now, from my perspective, my point of view, now, this is just the beginning. And, and for me, it is setting the tone, the stage for 2024. I have a feeling we will see more of this and other violent attacks as well. And this is the type of stuff that is not and will not be seen on your nightly news, right? And I want people to wake up. Right now, one might say, well, we always see this type of stuff and protesters, etc. Yes, you do. But you see, this is a pattern, a pattern that you have to follow. And it started years ago in, in Europe. And it's just it, it's been getting out of hand. And, and, and bro, look at London. Look at France. These places are no longer London and France. It's been invaded by, by, by Muslims. It's been invaded by people from the Muslim world and, and Muslim Somalians. And, you know, and that's fine. I, I wouldn't have an issue. Um, and I have no issue with migrants. My issue, and I'm laying the facts here for you, okay? I wouldn't be saying what I am saying if these people were peaceful. The fact that they are not peaceful and they have an agenda, and the agenda is to eradicate the Western world, to kill all non-believers, especially Western men, and take their wives and daughters. That is the agenda, okay? Now, I would be saying the same thing if it were 
any other ethnic group or religious group doing this. I would be saying the exact same thing. And, and, and the fact that these people are, you know, destroying property, you know, they destroyed Christmas for many. They're attacking people. They're attacking Europeans and, you know, all, all of these hate crimes. And we don't see it on the news, right? Um, I, I, I think that it's, it's time that people talked about this because it's not about oh you're racist if you talk about it no bro this is this is real this is what's happening right and this is what these people believe in and this is what they are doing and will continue to do so in europe because the majority of men in europe are spineless cowards they are afraid to speak out but hats off to moscow however we don't see this type of stuff happening there um, the rest of Europe, though, you know, Poland uh, bent over and now is taking in refugees and it, it's going to get out of control in the next couple of years for them, right? So the rest of Europe, they need to grow up here. They need to kick these invaders out. It is time to fight for what you believe in. And unfortunately, the same thing will happen here in North America, if not worse. Shoot, it's already happening. You see, the complete destruction of America is what we are living through. And people just, they have an attitude of, well, I just want to live my life and I really don't care what happens. I just want to be happy and live my life. And that's fine. You want to do that? That's fine. But you know what? You're not going to have a life to live <laughs> if you just, you know, allow this to happen like the rest of the people. Okay. And we have been living through the destruction of America for some time now. And at first it was a silent destruction, right? But now it's wide open in your face. This is what we're doing. Do something about it, right? In your face. And this is just one of our issues. One of the biggest issues that has been happening for a very long time is child sex trafficking. The harvesting of child organs and adrenochrome. You see, this is definitely an evil that needs to end and that people need to wake up to a battle that we must win no matter what. Now, people don't want to believe this. They don't want to believe that this is real. They don't want their bubbles uh, destroyed. They want to continue living in these comfort zones, okay? They don't want to believe that this is real and that this is happening, but it is real. It is real as you and I breathe and as the damn sun sets every day. Child sex trafficking is real. Human trafficking must be stopped. And we need more warriors in this front. And one of the ways to stop it is by spreading awareness and being present in your area. And if you see a child in danger, and what I mean by being present in your area is the following. If you see a child in danger or something suspicious, don't be a coward. Don't be a spineless coward. You might just save a child's life. Now, many don't want to step up to the plate with all the evil crap that is happening, right? And it's angering for me because many men don't have the pair needed to fight against evil. I'm, I'm seeing, you know, on X, on Twitter, I'm seeing more women stepping up to the plate against child sex trafficking more so than men more so than men and and that's sad that is sad um and many men and and some women in general they just don't 
want to step up to the plate with all the evil crap happening, especially with child sex trafficking, because they have an attitude of, well, it is not my fight. Let those in charge deal with it. Well, you know what? It is because of that very attitude that evil shit still exists. Because we allow it and we give it power. And we have acquiesced our power to all of this. And I encourage all of you to watch the film The Sound of Freedom. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and watch it. Great film about sex, child, child sex trafficking. You see, it is time, warriors, it is time. And it is time to know yourself, okay? And the reason when you know yourself, you become powerful, okay? So when you know yourself and you have a strong mental fortitude, when you start to embrace the warrior spirit, you become fearless. That means that you acknowledge your fears, but they don't control control you. Shoot, I was just, my account on X on Twitter yesterday, I just got locked out for six days because I told a pedophile sympathizer to F off, right? So um, I guess he um, reported my account or uh, my, my comment as um, harassment, as hate speech towards him or whatever. And yeah, so my account is now um, locked out for six days. But you know what? I'm, we're still here. We're still fighting. And I'm still going to do my best to empower mankind, especially men, you know, we need men to grow a pair. We need men with spines. We, we need men to fight the evil, okay? I know we all get caught up with life, and we all get caught up with trying to provide for our families, but we need to start doing something. Uh, set, set, set some time to the side um, and start doing something, okay? We, we need to. We need to stop living in our comfort zones. And we need to start forging alliances and, and building strong communities. Because when you do so, you don't succumb to the fear. You see, society is full of people who live in fear. So they succumb to these societal pressures, what society may deem as being normal. And therefore, do nothing to fight for what they love. And that includes a variety of things. So if you are a warrior... Join me in this fight for truth, justice, and freedom worldwide, and let's win. So how do we apply Musashi's wisdom? Well, we have talked about winning and being a warrior before, right? That's what this podcast is mainly about. And we are going to go a bit deeper. You see, we win by changing our mindset from ordinary and from being a victim from an ordinary to that of a warrior. To be a warrior in this area, in this era of our, our time that we're living in now, is to confront our personal challenges and societal struggles with courage and with purpose. We need to um, envelop ourselves with the essence of winning. You see, in this contemporary setting, winning isn't just about these external battles that we face every day, right? And those, of course, are part of our journey. But it's not about uh, getting a promotion in your job or, or finding, you know, having financial gains, military success, uh, um, material success. Sorry, I said military success. Material successes, right? Um, I'm thinking about military, that, you know, that we need the military on our side to help fight against evil. And, that, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But... Um, 
having a winning mindset it, it, it's not about it's not all about money okay it's about conquering battles that rage within ourselves because the battles that these are the battles that go unnoticed but they shape the core of who we are and to me that's the most crucial and the most important part because we cannot defeat the enemy if we cannot defeat ourselves and by that i mean our mindset conquering our emotions reshaping the way that we think to have a winning mindset we need a shift in perspective in our paradigms you see we need to move away from the notion that victory is just this one end destination you see instead winning is a continuous process it's a journey and rather than a final stop it's about cultivating a mindset where we see challenges as opportunities so how can we apply that with what we are witnessing as well right um, we know that there's going to be a financial depression shoot we're already seeing we're already witnessing it right you just go, go to the grocery store and you'll see the prices for yourself and it's only going to get worse but so how do we apply this winning mindset to what we are living right now well first and foremost don't get stuck in that scarcity mindset okay be aware of it yeah but always be looking for opportunities okay well what can i do to make a little bit more money you know like you start to attract opportunities have a, a winning mindset okay don't let them take your power and the following is not financial advice but protect your wealth by buying maybe some precious metals like silver maybe some bitcoin some xrp be in control okay you be in control what about with societal challenges right to have a winning mindset here we need to look not at the now but 10 steps ahead okay be aware of the situation now the present dangers but plan ahead start to strategize okay if you feel that you're um the area that you're living in it's going to get dangerous uh, because of the financial uh, depression that we're going to witness or you know more migrants um, you start to notice maybe a bit more crime or whatever and you have you have the means to move out to go somewhere else then do so you know if not then start to plan you know like start to talk with friends or um, create a strategy to have an exit plan for your family in case crap hits the fan you know you, you you're there for your family and you can protect them okay always be 10 steps ahead of the game how do we defeat those in control by waking others up and learning from our mistakes and working together now consider this a warrior engages in battles um not because they revel in and in, in the conflict right but because each battle each skirmish is a chance to evolve and we engage in battle against evil to defeat it and that also applies to this spiritual war that we are in you see in, in, in the context of our lives winning means embracing a growth mindset it, it's about seeing challenges as stepping stones not stumbling blocks right um we we need to get out of that mindset that we are victims okay don't fall into the victim mentality.
don't fall into that into that trap the modern warrior inspired by by love understands that the true victory lies in the journey of self-improvement okay because it's about becoming a better version of yourself every day and that is what's important because the enemy does not want you in control of yourself the enemy doesn't want humanity to know that as a whole we have the power and we should be in control of our lives and destinies they don't want you to know that they don't want you to be empowered right they don't want to lose the power and when you understand this it sparks a this curiosity about your own potential and furthermore um, winning extends it goes beyond your individual um, wins your individual triumphs you see Musashi's philosophy invites us to think beyond our personal battles and consider the collective fights that we face as a society and we need to work together in order to win. But first, we must defeat ourselves first. Remember, defeat our mindset, defeat our old paradigms, change our mindset. Otherwise, we're never going to see any change. Imagine this. A group of warriors, each battling their own demons, coming together to face a common adversary. And this collaborative spirit is the essence of winning on a societal level it's about recognizing shared struggles building alliances and collectively working towards a better future and we must do this and understand that we must get rid of this woke culture wokeness wokeism this woke culture it is destroying men it is destroying women it is destroying children wokeism is destroying our society that's an, that's another war that's another front where we're at war at wokeism <laughs> it's destroying society as a whole all this pronoun garbage shit needs to go okay it has turned men into weak soft individuals who could care less about what is happening around them until it hits home and, and, and even when it hits home it's like oh well I have um, better things to do right now right the enemy knew what they were doing and that is why they used, you know, wokeism. They started to introduce all, all introduce all of this bull crap. And then once the men got soft and weak, they used migrants to invade because men would be too soft to fight back. And then they turned the police and military against society and the people became afraid. So how do you fight that? How do you fight an invading army that has the backing of the police and the military? How do you fight wokeism? by creating your own warrior code. Live by that code, a code of morals and values that you identify with and aligns with your true north. Because once you do that, you find or you build a community of like-minded individuals and you start a revolution, a disruption of the system, okay? We need and must disrupt the system if we want change. A force and force these in control to deport these violent invaders and that is step one on taking back our power and our countries and getting back to empowered communities and little by little we start to get rid of wokeism you see changes won't be overnight no but we have to start somewhere it will take time 
It took the enemy years of strategizing and working together to get to where they are at and their depopulation agenda, wokeism, etc. We will need to be brave and courageous. Evil feeds off our fear. They can smell it. But we have to overcome our fears. Acknowledge our fears, but don't let them control you. The essence of winning, as told by Musashi's timeless wisdom, is a multifaceted jewel. It gleams not just in the trophies that we hoist, right? And spiritually, mentally speaking, however you want to call it, right? And these battles that we choose to fight, the resilience that we exhibit and the alliances that we form is not just about, about that. It's about standing tall in the face of evil. Okay, because when you choose to fight, you fight to win. That's the end game. Right now, evil, it, they, they, they know that their time is short. They know that people are starting to wake up. People are not waking up fast enough, but they know that people are waking up. So they, they've stepped up. It's full throttle now. It's full throttle. Depopulation, um, the CBDCs, you know, controlling our money, telling us how we want to, how, how we, we should spend it, etc. The list goes on and on and on and on. And so people get discouraged and say, well, what's the point? We're fighting an uphill battle, right? People, some people may want to do something, but that's how they feel. But we cannot let... We cannot let that um, discourage us, okay? We must unite and fight together. So how does Musashi's philosophy then apply to our everyday lives? You see, we know that um, challenges come every day, right? We need to see that as our training ground. Whether it's, a, whether it's tough work, personal goals, whatever it may be, we need to approach it with a mindset of a warrior preparing for battle because each small victory contributes to the larger win. Okay, so remember, we must master ourselves first before we want to bring the war to them. Many many are waiting on Trump to come back and the military to step in, step in and so on and so forth. But we have to recognize the fact that we, the people, like the government is in power because of us, because we let them. Like, why do we wait for someone to come and rescue us? It is our time. It is our time. We need to have a voice and we need to show that we are in control and not live in fear. So first, we must master ourselves, right? Let's unravel this warrior wisdom and examine how we can seamlessly weave it into the fabric of our daily lives. Because this wisdom, this warrior wisdom, transcends time. So let's go ahead and apply um, these nuggets, these nuggets of ancient sagacity. All right. So we need to be present. Right? Embrace the art of being present. Because in this digital age, right, being present 
believe it or not, is a revolutionary act. Okay? Musashi, in the quietude of his duels, understood the potency of undivided attention. And for the modern warrior, this means putting down this our smartphones. Right? We're all inundated with our smartphones and the constant scrolling, you know, through the feed and looking at our phones, messages, emails, etc. So we need to immerse ourselves fully in the current moment, whether in a conversation with a friend or tackling a work task. The art of being present is the cornerstone of meaningful engagement. Shoot, I um, I had to learn this the hard way, right? Like. I, I noticed that I started to have this addiction looking at my phone, even having a conversa- deep conversation with my wife, right? Until she brought it up. Like, I would just, o- I'm always on my phone, even when she, and I, I thought I could multitask. But it's, we, we have to learn to just put the phone down, right? Consider this, every conversation that you have is a duel of ideas, a subtle battlefield where clarity and understanding are the spoils of war. And being fully present, you bring the might of your attention to this battlefield. You enhance your chances of emerging as a compassionate communicator. Okay, well, how does that help us with the enemy, you may ask, right? Well, be present, right? First, you have to learn to be present. So then, you can move on to the next step of being present and aware of your surroundings, okay? And be aware of what is happening around you. A warrior is always aware. Be fully present when you go out. They want us distracted so they can attack. Right? Again, like, um, if you see something suspicious with a child or, you know, you see something going on, don't be a coward and, and step in and just ask the child, is everything okay or what's going on? You might just save that child's life. And then we have our inner dialogue. Okay, because Musashi's battles, they were not just physical. They were deeply psychological. And the same holds true for our daily struggles, right? Of course, it's a different nature because we're battling fear, anxiety, doubt, stress, you name it. So the idea of winning involves, again, mastering yourself. So imagine you need to see your mind as a dojo where your thoughts engage in this constant battle. And the warrior within you doesn't cower in the face of this negative self-talk, but confronts it head-on, acknowledge those doubts, dissect them, and then, armed with the clarity of understanding, strike them down. You see, this mastery isn't achieved um, through some brute force, okay? But it's through understanding of your thoughts. It is a dance that you must lead. Not your doubts, not your fears, not your stress. And every step, every thought, you're, you're not just winning, okay? You're orchestrating a symphony of self-empowerment. And this self-mastery is crucial if you want to defeat the enemy and bring about change in the world. Again, how can you help change the world if you cannot change yourself? You need to start with yourself, okay? You need to have this code of ethics. You see, warriors throughout history adhered to a code, a set of principles that guided their actions on and off the battlefield. And for us, 
modern warriors, when we are navigating through these complexities of life, we need a personal code of ethics. It's indispensable, right? Um, and for me, for me personally, is following in the footsteps of Jesus. Okay, he was the ultimate warrior. I don't care what anyone says. He was the ultimate warrior. So what values do you hold dear? What principles light your path, right? Whether it's honesty, integrity, maybe a commitment to more learning. Your code becomes your compass, directing your decisions, right? So we live in a world now where there's all these, um, everything is blurred, right? All of these, everything is blurred. But your code becomes your unwavering guide. Okay? Um, you need to see it as, you know, you're, you're forging your spiritual sword. Okay? A tool that is wielded with integrity. And it cuts the fog of this moral degradation. Uh, this degradation of morals in, in society. And each decision, no matter how small, it becomes an opportunity to reaffirm your commitment to the principles that define you. Okay? And then we also have to learn to be adaptable, right? With what's coming, we're going to have to be adaptable. And the modern warrior in this world, we're always, it's all, you know, life is always changing, right? So we need to learn to adapt. We need to always have the spirit of adaptability because we don't know how things will shape for us. So we have to learn to be adaptable. And remember, something very important, we're not alone, okay? We need to work together, especially now. And I was thinking, hey, what if we build a brotherhood of warriors? You know, like the start of a revolution. Like similar to the Masons. Now, no, I'm not saying that we should be Masons, okay? Like Freemasons. But I'm saying, you know how Masons, they have this worldwide brotherhood. Well, what if we build our own? Okay? You see, Musashi didn't, didn't go on this path in isolation, okay? He was part of a tapestry of warriors each contributing to a collective wisdom. And in our interconnected world, the modern warrior thrives not just as an individual, but as a contributor to a community. And one of the reasons the enemy is winning is because they have destroyed nuclear families and communities. We need to build a brotherhood of warriors worldwide. We need to start small. Uh, actively participating in in our community, perhaps, right? Um, engaging in online platforms that align with your passions. And the essence is to recognize that your journey is intertwined with others. And the collective growth is the ultimate victory. And the collective growth of, of people awakening to what is happening and embracing the path of the warrior. Because, you see, in essence, applying warrior wisdom in daily life is a, is a conscious choice. A commitment to living with intention and with purpose. 
It's about recognizing that every moment, every decision is a chance to embody principles of a warrior. So when you start to navigate the battlefield of, of our modern life, right, um, you need you, you need courage, you need wisdom, you need to be brave, you, you need to learn how to manage your stress, like so many things that, you know, that give us anxieties. But when you learn to do all of the, do all of these things with grace and, and you start to master yourself, that is how we start to beat them. By first mastering ourselves. By building a strong worldwide brotherhood of warriors and then disrupting the system. And we, we build a, 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 world, a strong worldwide brotherhood of warriors um, that's built on love and good and morals and courage that they are trying to destroy. You see, warriors aren't uh, just these... Uh, these fighters that, that fight alone, okay? They, they thrive in communities. And Miyamoto Musashi's wisdom extends beyond individual battles. And it extends to this collective, to all the collective fights that we face as a society today. We need to identify common struggles in your community we need to build alliances to address these shared challenges. Because remember, a collective victory is a statement to the strength of united warriors. And the only reason... Now let's go back to Miyamoto Musashi's uh, quote. That the only reason a warrior fights is to win. Right, so warriors face many battles, internal and external, um, and we have to apply this wisdom to all areas of life. And I want people to master themselves, so we are ready to bring the fight to them. But in order to do so, we have to also enter the realm of unity, a tapestry where we fight collectively as one. Because right now we are all so divided, or e even amongst the uh, patriots and um, all across the world, like everyone's united. I, I, I mean, no unity, but we all need to be united. We all need to work together. That's how the enemy is successful. They work together. They set the goals that they want to achieve, and they work together. So in the modern narrative. See, victory is often painted as this individual con conquest, right? This conquest that you, you win as an individual. That you, um, your ascension to personal growth. But we have to broaden this, this perspective. Like, yes, yes, of course, yes, the warrior fights for personal growth, right? And th that's part of this, th that's the whole essence you know, of this podcast to self of, of self mastery and you know becoming empowered, right? But the true essence of victory lies in its resonance across a collective. And many talk about a breakaway of civilization, villages, communities that have come together 
And you know what? We might just have to do that. Community is governed by natural law, God's law, where we fight to keep evil at bay, protect our children, where we grow our own food and prosper, where we harness free energy from the ether, and everything is governed by the community, not one sole entity like we see today. But people are stuck in their comforts and they don't want to leave their comforts, and that's perfectly understandable. But we have to work together and win. But just in case we can't, we might just have to break away from this society in order to be free. In order to be free. <clears throat> Sorry. In order to be free, we might just have to break away from society. You see, the forge of challenges is where bonds are tested and strengthened. We will face many challenges. It seems like in the coming months, and we must work together to reclaim our power. Now, I know many put our hope, we put our hope in Trump in 20, you know, that he, his change is going to come about in 2025. But in case, in case nothing happens, we have to be ready. Like we can't, this society just cannot continue functioning. It can't. So how, how do we come together in a multicultural world, you may ask, in a world of diversity and, you know, different peoples from different ethnic backgrounds. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're seeing all this violence across Europe. And, you know, it's probably going to spread into other countries as well. Well, it's a toughie, right? It, it's definitely hard. Um, it's easy to say that we can put our differences aside and work together. Yeah, it's easy to say that. But some people are just very um, headstrong in their ways, right? They're, ju they're just very um, stiff-necked in their ways. So how do we work together then to put an end to evil in this multicultural world? Well, one way, again, is to create a brotherhood that is built on qualities of a true warrior, such as honor, discipline, love, courage. You see, we also have to keep in mind one that there isn't a one race, that uh, a human race that is above all others, right? Atrocities being committed in the name of religion or in the name of reparations have come to come, they need to come to an end. Individuals, bound to a code such as that, unfortunately, have no place in our world. We leave the past in the past and move forward. And we have to in order to have a bright future. But the enemy wants to keep sowing this division of and, and hatred and chaos amongst everyone. So we start by building a brotherhood and slowly start to build and, and build strong communities. And when we do so, we, we create ripple effects. Ripple effects of collective good. And that will show evil that we are powerful, that we are a united front. And we need to keep waking people up as well. And keep creating these ripple effects of good. And that may involve being a leader in your community. Taking the lead and bringing like-minded individuals. And create a brotherhood of warriors. Hell-bent on destroying evil and destroying evil in their communities. Now, I'm not asking you to be Batman. <laughs> no. But um, 
vigilante, right? No, like when we come together and create a brotherhood of, of warriors, um, we're, we're, we're present, okay? We are present. And, and you know what? Maybe, may, maybe stopping evil, maybe, you know, we see a crime being committed and instead of like, you know, cow, cow, being a coward and, you know, cowering away because we don't want to get involved, maybe we will have to get involved. Of course, not putting our lives in danger, but doing what we can to, to, to do our part and, and stopping evil, okay, and stopping crime and, of course, there's always going to be some sort of, um, you know, crime and some sort of evil. But the more that we shed light, the more that we shed good, then it, it starts to, evil starts to die off. Okay. And it's not, not as prevalent because you have them, a community of people uh, thriving and living under the same morals and the same principles. And that's what we are striving for. That That's why, what we are trying to build right so in his role musashi as a strategist and and leader he understood the importance of unity and achieving strategic objectives the modern warrior stepping into a leadership role he shoulders the responsibility of fostering unity and you see leadership isn't about standing atop a pedestal but about being a thread in the tapestry weaving others into the narrative of victory imagine a leader who who do not who doesn't only lead by example but actively cultivates an environment where where um everyone is seen everyone is heard everyone is valued and in in this space unity isn't this lofty ideal but it's a lived reality a collective victory and it's not just a goal, but it's a shared journey. And these are the type of communities that we need to build. These are the type of communities that need to come together. Because the essence of unity and collective victory lies not just in the triumphs, but in the interconnectedness of those who strive for them. And the modern warrior doesn't merely fight for personal gain. Right, we fight to put an end uh, to evil, and we become triumphant warriors when we protect the lowly ones, the weak, the defenseless in our communities. Those are the ones that are more of a target by invaders, the elderly, the defenseless. You see, we become triumphant when we refuse to cower away when we see injustices unfold. We want to leave everything up to the cops, right? But then when cops get involved, when the police force gets involved, it is a little too late. Sometimes it takes a, um, a citizen's arrest. Sometimes it takes citizens getting involved in their community. Because the police may not be able to handle or the police are corrupt or you name it, right? We become triumphant when we stand tall. Now, of course, not everyone will be able to protect um, others or, you know, perhaps even physically fight, you know, um, to protect themselves or families because many live in fear, fear of what will happen if I do. Now, I, I understand that is why we build 
and I I understand all that, right? And and that is why we build a community. And never put your life in danger, of course, but be strategic and and be brave. Now, understand that being a warrior is not just about personal victories, okay? It's about leaving a positive impact. Consider the legacy that you want to leave. How can your battles contribute to a world where future warriors can thrive? By fighting with purpose, we create a legacy of resilience, a legacy of growth, a legacy of positive change. And you have to ask yourself personally, how, how do I want to be remembered? How do you want to be remembered? How do you want your kids to remember you? You see, you need to start crafting a legacy. And it's an art, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's an art to, to create a legacy. And how do you do so? Well, by, you begin by defining what legacy means to you. Is it, is it a, um, a set of values? Is it um, a community touched by your actions? The blueprint is very personal and is the foundation upon which your legacy stands. So what do you want to see? Your definition of success might involve financial milestones, but a legacy is beyond bank balances. It's about the impact that you have had on people, on communities, or even industries. So jot down how you want to be remembered. Jot down what does a legacy mean to you. What do you want to be remembered for? How do you want your story to resonate with those who come after you? Because this isn't just about professional achievements. It's about the soul of your narrative. Men today don't build legacies. Men today are focused on providing for their families and you know they build all these excuses and, and I understand. But don't don't be a coward. Time for changes now. And we, we need to start leave, leaving these legacies behind or at least at least contributing to change. And remember, legacy isn't a destination. It, it is literally the um the sum of your daily choices. And Musashi didn't he, he, he didn't wake up one day and and decide to be this legendary swordsman. Okay? He, he, he wasn't like, okay, well, you know, I guess I'm, I'm going to be a swordsman now, right? He, he embodied that spirit in every duel, every interaction. So the same thing today. You need, if your legacy involves being a mentor, then don't wait for the title, okay? Start doing some mentoring in your community. If, if it's about maybe innovation, then, you know, start drawing you know the blueprints for your inventions uh start be start getting creative okay if it's about being a freedom fighter a warrior against evil then let your voice be heard you see living your legacy daily isn't about these grand gestures but it's about consistent and intentional actions okay it's about being a warrior every day 
you need to consider the values that you want to be synonymous with your name. So now ask yourself, are you living those values today? If not, what small steps can you take to align your daily life with the legacy you're crafting? You see, because when you live by morals and values and all of these good things, then evil has no power over you. And then you start to create ripple effects. And then the goodness spreads. Okay? So be the, be, we need to be the light in this dark world. And, and we need to start doing it now. Okay, because you need to understand that the time that we're living in, like people are just not caring enough because they they feel that they are powerless. But in reality, we have the power. You have the power, not them, not politicians, not government. We, the people as a whole, have the power. And you need to understand that. So in this grand tapestry of life, your legacy isn't a standalone masterpiece, okay? It is woven into the stories of those that you touch. So you, you need to embark on this journey of legacy crafting. That is, if you want to leave a legacy behind, okay? Because... Your your legacy, if you want to leave a legacy behind, leave a legacy where you will be remembered positively for your your actions and your bravery, your courage, or whatever it is that you're striving for. But remember, right now, in this dark time, we need to come together. Okay? Um, I can't put a poll up on, on Twitter, on, on, on X... To see it, who, how many of you would like for me to open up, open up a Telegram channel where we start to create uh, our first warrior community and start attracting more like-minded patriots, warriors, um, and because there's there's so many fronts that people are fighting everywhere, right? And that's fine, but we need to get to the root cause of everything and stop. And that is, stop acquiescing our power to evil. Now, warriors, as we draw the curtains to today's episode, I want to thank you for joining me on this odyssey. If the information shared today resonated with and or helped you in any way, I encourage you to support the Mindful Warrior Within podcast. Your engagement and feedback make a significant impact on our mission to empower individuals to lead lives imbued with the warrior spirit. Remember to like this video and subscribe and follow me on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. Remember to share this podcast with others who are on their journey of growth and empowerment. Follow us on social media to stay connected with the Mindful Warrior community and receive updates on new episodes and content. And remember, may your battles be fierce, your victory sweet, and your journey one of continuous growth. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing the warrior spirit.